All right, this is Dead Jester Productions podcast number three. We got a full crew today. We got uh, Josh, Jim Oscars as always. I'll let you guys introduce yourselves, everyone. Madison. I'm Adam. And I'm a douchebag. And that's fate. All right. Facts. So how's everyone doing today? Good, good. We're we're happy to have you guys on the podcast. We've uh, been trying to set this up for a little bit. Finally made it happen. Happy to be here. Oh, thank you. Thank you. No frost today, which makes everyone happier. Thank the fucking <laughs> Lord. Uh, the last last week we, we had him and we had uh, Kyle, you were live streaming at the time. So you had your yeah. chat interaction going at the same time. And I like the fact that they got to hear two thirds of the podcast, except for Frost's audio. <laughs> yeah. And so there'd be, I, uh, yeah, <laughs> on their end, it would be like us like, so what do you think about this? Nice, nice, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Facts. Like Dora the Explorer, like, oh. Oh, yeah, yeah, I know. That's a long pause. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think about that? Great job. <laughs> Need a longer meanwhile, pause than that. Meanwhile, it's some creepy grown adult just sitting in his living room <laughs> watching it because his kids walked away and he couldn't be bothered to find the remote. Because he's too lazy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> feel targeted right now yeah <laughs> it's like, where do you think the map is it's in your backpack <laughs> is it over there behind the bush no it's in your backpack <laughs> is it behind the tree no it's in your backpack <laughs> it's in my backpack great job it's like, oh, oh god how's this kid alive just wandering through jungle how's this kid able to even everywhere. fucking wander around god Jeez. scott like verbal maps and things like this. She's got a backpack that talks to her high on shrooms all the time or something. she's tripping on acid or yeah. something. <laughs> I remember uh, the guy that I uh, I had talked about in the past uh, that I worked with where I put uh, like orange juice and stuff all over his keyboard. Uh, he told us the one time a story about how he was watching uh, The Walking Dead and uh, he took a bunch of acid before it and he was watching it and he thought the governor was coming to kill him and he freaked out and locked himself in his closet. he's like i thought he was coming to get me you know i didn't know what was going on and so i i got scared and you know uh after a while i i calmed down and came out and i was like oh yeah it's 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 a tv show oh yeah (laughs) i'm just tripping on acid (laughs) yeah so uh adam masson you guys are emts have you guys ever encountered uh uh people that may have been under the influence of uh substances Oh fuck Alcohol yeah! And drugs all the time. Yeah. What's, what's the, uh, what's the most interesting story you have about that? I got a good one. Do you? Um, Go ahead. I got one, and in... I've got two good ones. Oh. Oh, go for uh, it. Uh, girl was the first one. The girl was tripping out. She had had, she had done meth. I think that morning. Oh, that's and then she decided you. to do a few lines of coke later that day, and she started mm-hmm. vomiting blood. And she apparently, this wasn't new to her, so when we went to pick her up, she's sitting in the living room throwing up blood into this bucket, and she's just answering all my questions in between vomiting <laughs> blood, and she's like, oh yeah, I'm allergic to this, this, and this, Ugh. and then, <laughs> and by the way, this, this kind of acts this way, and I started taking meth about eight this morning, and I was like, she's just <laughs> calm, as all get out. And then the other one, um, she wasn't as calm, she was kind of zombied out of it. We uh, mm-hmm. went to pick her up, and she wasn't talking to us or anything. She was laying on the ground, seizing. 
And I was trying to get a blood pressure or a pulse or anything on her, and she's seething, trying to punch me in the face, trying to just <laughs> throw her arms around. And about mid-seize, she just stops, and I'm like, oh, crap. Something's wrong with her, and she just stopped moving, stopped everything, and uh, I gotta, like, reach for her carotid to feel for her pulse, and she comes out of it and goes, get the fuck out of my house, and I was like, okay, <laughs> here we go. Definitely not trying to save your life, but, you yeah. know. Yeah, pretty much. That one was, that was pretty good. <laughs> the drunks are the funny ones. Oh, yeah, drunks are always funny. Can imagine, yeah. Uh, I wouldn't know firsthand. I would know oh, first. Yeah. They can be violent, perhaps. I had one get in my face a few days ago. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's not good. Kept yelling about how he wanted Rachel. Got in my face and was like, "I want Rachel." Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's pissed. I was gonna say, Rachel sounds like a boring it? person. <laughs> it it yeah. sounds like she died in a warehouse in the dark night. No, no, she's, she's <laughs> no, very she's much still alive. alive. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> she was tied up to a chair surrounded by uh like gas cans and she's like Rachel the bomb was a dud. <laughs> so yeah. she's alive. What, which ones have you which ones have you encountered? Uh, I, honestly I haven't really had anything that was that crazy. Um I know I, got, I had a guy get pissy with me because of my driving uh cuz he Rolled his truck off the road, and that was that mm. was the one that I was telling you about. Well, you shouldn't uh, be in any position to complain about driving then. Uh, yeah, really. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah he uh, this guy, I we think he had been drinking. Anyways, he he ran off this little farm road, and like I don't know if y'all know anything about fire department and uh, getting people out of cars or anything, but most of the time, like we can we can cut the roof off of a car and everything like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but we actually showed up before the fire department did, and he was in a Chevy four-door, and it literally, the roof was, like, peeled open like a sardine can. I mean, it was it was wild. And he was just sticking out the top of it. He was, he was sitting <laughs> there drinking more beer. He was like, I got a new sunroof. <laughs> you know? <It's> cool. <laughs> you know? <laughs> right? <laughs> no, he, I mean, he was just sitting there talking to us. And, I mean, yeah, I mean, his leg was, like, full-on broke, but... Mm. Ah, pussy shit. <laughs> right? Suck it what up. Was the, uh, what was the worst injury you've had to deal with on like a scene? Uh, God, uh, there's so many. Hmm. <laughs> Honestly, yeah, I'm really I'm trying to think. Uh, the worst thing that I've had to see, or the worst thing that the patient had to go through, that would you honestly see. be the. Sure. Yeah, we'll go with that. Could be both. Even. I think I know which one yours is. You told me about it before. The one, the one in. Yeah, that one was pretty hard. That one was hard for me to. Tell us. Uh, I've seen. Well, I've seen a lot. I've worked a lot of really. Tell her what is. Uh, I was heading back from. I just went to eat with my boyfriend at the time, and we got the call out that there was a wreck and there was an ejection, and I was like, "Oh shit, okay," and it was right in front of us. So I get out, and we get out. And the cop's standing there, and he's kind of flagging me. And I thought he was flagging me down, but he's actually flagging me to tell me that I don't need to come over there. I come mm. over there with my med bag, and I get right up next to him. And I was like, so where's the patient? And he kind of motions down, and there's, like, half a body mm. sitting right there. Damn. She had, Yeah, <laughs> she had got ejected, and she um, hit the guide wire. And it, like... Ooh. 
That one was that one was hard, and I ended up meeting um, one of the family members. I think it was like her sister-in-law when I was doing my clinicals, hmm. and I ended up meeting her. I never really told her who I was because she was talking about it. She's like, "I feel bad for the EMTs that had to work that," and uh, I, yeah. I was like, "It was one yeah. of those." <laughs> <laughs> that one was pretty hard, but I mean. I don't know. I had a rough shift here a couple of days ago. I was on a 48, which means you work two consecutive days straight. Okay. And I worked like six or seven deaths in those two days, just mm. back to back to back to back to back, running so code you, after code. Sorry. What are you doing in those 48 hours? Like, are you constantly doing something or is there a lot of time where you're just kind of sitting around waiting for something to happen? It just depends on the day. It depends mm. on if people want to wreck their cars that day or if people want to okay. do something. It just... That it just so happened that day that people wanted to die. So I mean, hmm. facts it, same. It it really does. <laughs> it's it's almost the same as everybody else's day. It depends on you know you have a busy day at the Fair office, enough. and my busy day at the office is it's just a different type of busy. Yeah, yeah. Your busy day at the office uh, has a lot more meaning to it than mine does. <laughs> I mean, I, I feel like everybody gets into the profession that they get in to do something. Mm -hmm. I got into it to make a difference because, like, I like the fast pace of being able to think and be there for somebody when they're having a bad day or somebody's family members. A lot of it is, like, you're being there for somebody else, not necessarily even the patient, but to be there for someone. Yeah. Like, how do you deal with something like that, like, with the family members? I imagine that's probably uh, mm. pretty hard to do sometimes. I've never really had an issue with family members. Uh, really? My cousin worked a really bad wreck, and I had a, I had a hard time being her outlet for a little bit. Mm. But the family sometimes they need someone to blame. Sometimes they just need people to cry a shoulder. It just it really depends on the person. Yeah. Sometimes they yeah. don't need anything. Sometimes they're just waiting for you to leave. Hmm. Yeah, either that or they're like up in your shit, like. Oh yeah. In the Some way, of them. family members on scene are the world's worst. Uh, I I get where they're coming from. I understand, you know, especially if it's somebody's kid or loved one. Yeah. But being in our way is not going to help them at all. Like true. just yeah. like just move out of the way. Let us do our jobs, and trust me, the outcome will be a lot better than you trying to make sure that your kid's all right. Like that's our job. Let us do our job. Mm. But I've I mean, never I really had that understand. issue. I've, I've never really had the issue of family getting in the way with me. They they pretty much, when I get on scene, they kind of... That is that is one of the scariest things to me, is that no matter who it is, no matter how protective they are with their kids, if you walk on scene and you're wearing that badge or you're wearing that uniform, they will hand like their newborn baby over to you because you're supposed yep. to know everything. You were supposed they, to be... They expect you to be able to save the day. Yep. yep. Sort of I, yeah. Literally, I mean, people will... I mean, you'll show up on scene and people will hand you a choking baby like, please save my child. I've mm. done that. I've had to do that. Not quite in the same vein, but I kind of understand that too. My uh, my girlfriend's uh, father passed away last week and uh, it was it was sort of the same thing where they kept looking at like the nursing staff, like how are you going to solve, like before he actually passed away, he went into a cardiac arrest right? and oh, he was shit. out for 30 minutes <laughs> oh, before wow. they were able to bring him back. Oh, wow. Uh, they, so uh See, I mean, they and, called and a, us. 
a lot okay. of things that people don't understand with that, like just a real quick thing is that when the brain goes without oxygen for a certain amount mm -hmm. of time, it does a lot of damage to that person. Like they're not, yeah. they're not necessarily, they may get them back in quotations, but they may mm -hmm. not be the same person. Like they may be a vegetable or they may have paralysis. Oh, yeah. Like the, the brain is a very weird thing and it's very testy. And that's something I learned in the medical field is that like, a lot of people don't know that it's very selfish. Like if your body starts compensating, it will literally shunt blood from all of your arms, from your legs, from other organs, just to pull it back to the brain. It will literally cut off circulation to everything. And that's one of the things we had to face too with that. They got him back after like a little over 30 minutes and uh, they immediately took him down. They did a scan and then they lowered his body temperature to try and help him out and help him recover. Uh, eventually, they got the the scan back, and there, somehow there was no damage at all to his brain, which is incredible. It's a blessing, yeah. Oh, wow. Um, wow. They uh, yes. they slowly over the course of about not quite a full day, but about a day, they uh, brought his temperature back up, and uh, they had him on life support the whole time. But his uh, uh his heart was only working at about like a little under twenty percent or something, and that was. It was just not doing well the whole time we were there they were saying like his he's just not gonna have enough function to to be able to do anything and so uh yeah we had to make the decision you know he was right. it was interesting because he was cognizant enough to know what was going on he couldn't communicate because he was on the, the machine to help him breathe um but he uh he could like nod his head or like shake his head a little bit so he could he could respond in some ways uh so we were able to communicate with him and he was able to uh make the decision on his own which was good we all got to be there with him um but yeah, it's still it was... a hard decision nonetheless it's hard to yeah he uh through. he uh, they explained it to him a couple times they made sure he understood and i <laughs> kind of re-explained it to him in a way that he could understand and uh he uh you know he was he was not on, like what he wanted to do he wanted to he didn't want to, he said beforehand he never wanted to be on like life support or on oxygen or stuff like that um and so they you know they knew that going into it and then he looked to my, my girlfriend's mother and, and he wanted her input on what to do. And, you know, she kind of said, it's whatever, it's up to you. We don't want to make the decision and have that on us. And he was, he nodded his head like he understood and he made the call and, you know, and that was that. They just pumped him full of medicine and took everything out of him so he could sit there and people could say their goodbyes. And, you know, that was it. He kind of drifted off. That's honestly, I, watching that as opposed to people hooked up to life support and sitting there and they have all of the, you know, uh, lines hooked to him and everything. It's mm -hmm. it's a lot more peaceful letting him go home. Like that's why home health is such a I I like it a lot more yeah. personally because they get to be at home. They get to be around people that they love and they get to just go to sleep. Essentially, yeah. well, it wasn't it wasn't really that. Is uh, they took everything out of him and pumped full of medicine and that bought him about fifteen minutes essentially, mm -hmm. and uh, it was just enough time basically for everyone to to say their goodbyes. He couldn't even talk. Uh, he, he was just able to like mouth some stuff to to my yeah. girlfriend and her uh, her mom and brother and everything. Yeah, but he got well, to make the call, which I think was like good. That. He uh he had drank his life away and he had a uh, liver liver or kidney cancer, one of the two. And by the time they caught it, it was it was way too far gone. So they put him on a morphine drip hmm. and just you know pumped him full of medicine, and he lasted for about two days. He got he lasted long enough to say goodbye to everybody and then yeah. and then he just went to sleep. Yeah, that's what I was I was happiest about cuz like 
it was unexpected. He was in the hospital because he was having trouble breathing, and they just kind of adjusted his uh his like di- different levels of like potassium and things like that. Got him back up to as best as he could be, and then all- they uh they had seen him a few hours earlier. They left, and by the time they got home, he uh he went into cardiac arrest, and so like it came out in kind of nowhere. Um, so I'm just kind of happy that they were able to get him back long enough where they could actually, uh, kind of come to terms with things rather than it just being like, never getting the chance to say goodbye and things like that, which I think would have been, which definitely would have been way worse. Um, but yeah, we were uh, back on the topic of like, uh, EMTs and, and things like that, or even just accidents like Kyle, have you had any, uh, experiences with those sort of things like, uh, bad accidents or anything? No. Not at all. Uh, I'm working on, person on construction. In I'm my working family. On construction and stuff. Nope. <laughs> I mean, not even, not even with coworkers or anything like that. The only thing that's really happened at work is <clears throat> some guy had a heart attack when he was leaving. He was at the Legion drinking, had a heart attack there, and then another one shot himself. Holy shit. We've never had on-site right. problems. That's right. I remember... Well, I mean, that's a blessing him, in a way. Yeah, it's, you know? it's good. That doesn't happen on-site. Uh, one time we were... Uh, when I was in... I want to say like 8th grade maybe or something. We were down in North Carolina visiting uh, some of my aunts and my uncle. And uh, we were coming back. I, th- I forget if it's 91, the highway. Um, but there's a bypass that goes around Richmond, Virginia... And as we're coming up the highway, there's this overpass and this car got had, I don't know how it happened, but she had gone off the overpass and it was right on a ramp leading up to the overpass and she'd slammed into a bunch of trees that were there. Mm. And, uh, she, I, she seemed relatively uninjured. We had to kind of stop cause it, it happened like right before we had gotten there. And, uh, she's sitting there like screaming and screaming. We didn't know what was going on. And then they got her, uh, she had like this, uh, the kid must have been only like a couple of years old, uh, was in the back and didn't make it. That was kind of, that was kind of rough. I mean, especially when um, you're not, you don't expect to see stuff like that and they catch you off guard. I mean, not yeah, that anybody just, prepares that for that. No, yeah. it was just like, I, like I, said, I don't know what, how it happened. We didn't see that part, but she was just sitting there absolutely screaming and it was like. I was just sitting there. I was like I said, I was probably like twelve, maybe or something. I'm just like Jesus, not what I needed. Yeah, um, and with you know, especially like with car accidents and stuff like that. There's, it's so weird because we have seen car accidents where I mean the car is completely destroyed and the people come out you know with minimal injuries, and then we've seen fender benders and you know the people end up don't making it like mm-hmm. you know it's just it's frustrating it is frustrating but i mean you just gotta kind of think of like it bad if, luck if it's Sounds like mm-hmm. Dale Earnhardt. you know if it's mm-hmm. your time it's your time you know yeah. kind of one of those things that's um that's i mean it's like that tv show what it was mash mash rule, okay yeah rule number one uh, everybody dies, and then rule number two is you can't change rule number one. So hmm. that's what one of my instructors told me when I was going through. I had a, I had one really bad call when I went through the, the college, and um, you have to 
when you're in college and you're going through this, you have to document everything because in this line of work, you have to document everything because when you get taken mm -hmm. to court, if somebody sues you, anything that happens, you have to be able to validate every move that you make. Mm -hmm. And um, I went through and I didn't want to like document some of the stuff that I had seen on that call. And he called me in there and he told me that because he was like, you need to document everything. You don't get an excuse just because it was hard. Yeah. We have, uh, obviously, it's a different line of work, but uh, we have a thing called a CYAF, which is a covering your ass folder where I mm -hmm. work, where it's just basically like every email that I have with people. Our, one of our issues is our emails server, the client that we use, just like wipes our data out of the blue at times. So like I I lose like I have emails going back until like maybe the beginning of October, but everything What's previous that? to that is just gone. So like I'll print out like email conversations with people, and and I'll keep them until that their their uh, balance is paid off, and then I'll throw them away, because that way it's like you agreed to this, this is what you wanted, you agreed to pay it, so on and so forth, and it's just stuff like that. It's just email conversations, uh, signed documents, everything like that. We just hold on to everything we can uh just to make sure we're in the clear because the last thing you want is for someone to be like i didn't sign up for this i'm not going to pay it and then you sit there and not have anything to prove that they agreed to it or or whatnot yeah it would really screw you yeah um one of the things i think you'd mentioned this yesterday was the uh like lack of uh female presence in like ems or or fire well, uh department. not necessarily not necessarily EMS. There's a okay. good bit of women in EMS, which is like, ooh, ooh way to go. But there, there's <laughs> actually uh, like not as many in the fire industry. That is something okay. that I can't, I can't say a lot of them are in it. Can you? Um, I mean, there is a few in fire industry, but I mean, they're more, they're not really like on the trucks, you know, like in the shit per se. Mm. Uh, there's some women that get hired on the fire department, whether it be like a admin job or something like that, you know. But now I have seen, I have seen women on a fire truck, so you know. What do you think the <laughs> reasoning is for that? Like just lack of interest in, in that, or is it? Uh, well, I mean, when it's... there's a woman that wants to do it, when mm -hmm. when there is a woman that that really wants to be in the shit and she wants to be on the truck. And she wants to do the fire stuff, she'll do it. Ninety percent of okay. women that put their mind to it, that say, you know what, this is what I want to do, they make it through. They'll tell you that. Okay. Anybody will tell you that. Like women are determined when they get into that line of work. It's just they rank up really quick, and if they don't have to go and run fire calls and they can get a desk job and make more doing that, I think that mm -hmm. they'll do that. I see. I know, and this is sort of unrelated, but I know when I was going, when I was looking at colleges, so this was like 2010, 2011, uh, I know like computer science or computer programming, there was a distinct lack of like female participation in that field. And that was one of the things where they were talking about like uh, trying to do things to help get more uh, women interested in that. And it wasn't, I, I know a lot of times like uh, just in general, and it's not necessarily a, uh, uh, political thing but a lot of times they'll say like oh they're not hiring enough women in this industry or so on and so forth but even in i know in computer science there just wasn't a huge participation for it 
when I went to school, there weren't that many girls in my, my class for uh, computer science or programming or any of those classes. Do you think it's sort of the same thing with like uh, fire departments or? Some of them, yeah. The whole thing is, is with... I realize it's a bit of a stretch in uh, comparison, but... Oh, no. I mean, it's definitely... It can be... Some people don't want a female. Some people look for a certain type of female in the industry. Because, hmm. I mean, you have to be very... Being a female in this industry, you have to be very careful because you don't want to make the wrong impression as far as, like, if somebody is discriminating against you because you're a female and you can tell right. it, you don't want to just cry out, oh, somebody's discriminating against me because I'm a female because it can turn around and bite you in the ass because they can say, well, she cries wolf all the time. I see, yeah. So you just have to, you have to, I mean, a lot of it is you have to suck it up. You have to put your big old panties on and do your job and, you know, make a name for yourself doing a good job, period. Fair enough. Yeah, but do, as far as like, like uh, it being uh, more open to them, they don't, they don't give you, they, I, I'd say that they're a little bit harder on you. Yeah. Like going okay. through the ranks and stuff, they're a little harder on you because you're stepping into a man's profession. It's predominantly male. Yeah. It's mm. going to be male and they expect you to perform like a male period. Yeah, you, much. They don't, they don't give you slack as far as like, Oh, she's a woman. She can't, she can't lift this 80 something pound guy. So let's just give her a 50-pound guy. No, they're like, lift it. And if you can't, then you don't deserve to be here. So It's sort of like they're not uh, cutting any slack as far as like you just need to be able to do the job, not necessarily do it as well as the the male, just being able to do the task at hand, essentially. Is that what you're saying? Kind of, but they really actually, I mean, it would almost be better for you to be able to do it better than a male. When I went through the academy, I, I was... Okay. I was up there with the guys. I was able to lift with the guys. I was able to run with the guys. I was able to keep up with them. I stayed packed out longer than them. I mean, mm. I, I, but I, I knew stepping into it, they're going to look at you and they're going to say, oh, she's the female. She's the weakest link. And I didn't want to be the weakest link. Man. Understandable. It's pretty fun, though. I mean, it's it's rewarding. It's an awesome job. It's just not a lot of... It's maybe just around these areas, wildland life. Maybe it might be different because there's there's in there's industrial, there's wildland, there's structural, there's different forms oh, yeah. of firefighters. Uh, airport firefighters. Yeah. Which they have um, to be triple certified. Yeah, most. Yeah, you have to have medical training, uh, fire training, and the um, law enforcement training to be able to work at a airport fire department. Most of them, anyway. Interesting. My and knowledge. it's called triple cert. And we're both double cert. We don't have the peace officer. Yeah. Is that something you guys are looking into in the future maybe or not really? <laughs> nah. No. Uh, I'm not, not really. about that life. <laughs> no. <laughs> I, I'm very, I give props to people that, that can get shot at and handle it. Like totally, you know, I, I give all props to them. But like, A, you don't pay me enough to get shot at. And being an EMS mm -hmm. and fire, you already are kind of a target. Um, so, yeah. I mean, and people, people hate cops. I don't understand that. People literally just yeah. go out of their way and hate cops. Um, and B, they, um, they have to know everything that a lawyer basically needs to know and be able to cover their ass in a court of law. And I, I don't know. I think that would be really hard to be able to memorize all mm -hmm. of that stuff. Yeah, you mentioned like, uh, the being able to handle being shot at thing. I don't know how I would do in, in that sort of thing. Like, there are situations where, obviously, it's not 
nearly to the the same level but like there's situations i've been in where it's like i handle well under pressure you know like when my girlfriend's uh dad the last time he had a heart attack for whatever reason i was able to just kind of like be composed and and get where we needed to go but that's also i'm not at risk i guess yeah the the thing so i don't know i don't know i really don't know how i would handle that sort of thing i mean i also don't think i'm patient enough yeah, to to have like to be able to have somebody in your face basically calling you everything but a good Christian white person and um mm. like spitting in your face basically and and you're not allowed to do anything. You just have to you know, smile and greet your teeth and you know, sorry you're having a bad yeah. day. Like I I couldn't do that. I could not. Kyle though. I think Kyle's probably one of the most patient people I know. Yeah, Kyle, what? I think you could handle that. I think you could do that. <laughs> what? Well, I, I think I've... somebody Patient. Could spit in your face, and you'd be huh? fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'd I'd lose my shit in half a second. I don't like when people you get just, in my face to yell at me. You show up to the scene; it's like a parking ticket. You're like, I've had enough of this. You pull the gun. You're just like, all right, get on the ground. <laughs> I've seen enough. Before the guy can even talk, he just tases the shit out of him. Like, no, don't, yeah. don't. You look like you're gonna be annoying. Resisting arrest. It. He's like, I'm still in my car. <laughs> It's a parking violation. <laughs> Shut up. It's a fifteen dollar fee. <laughs> oh man. So it, if you're not looking into getting like a triple certified, what are your? Do you have any extra like goals outside of like uh, EMS that you guys are looking into, um, or is it? I want to be. Uh, I want to get my paramedic cert, and I want to work in a fire department, and maybe rank up one day. Like I'm not joining a fire department just to get rank, but I think it'd be pretty uh-huh. awesome, considering nobody in my. My mom was the first one in my family to go to college, and she's a nurse. And um, I am a first-gen firefighter. I started it, and my cousin joined it shortly after me. So my mom was extremely, uh, I wouldn't necessarily say, like, word it disappointed, but she wasn't happy that I decided to do this line of work. She wanted me Mm. to be a nurse. She wanted me to make money. She wanted me to not have to rely on anybody. So when I did this, she was like, well, you can you can decide to do that, but you're going to have to pay it all out of pocket and do everything on your own. So, I mean, eventually I want to do my paramedic and rank up at a fire department and be able to turn around and say, like, this is what I did, you know. Yeah. I don't know about you want to join. You want to be in a fire department eventually, but you don't really care about being a paramedic. I, I don't know. Most fire departments are making uh, everybody go to a paramedic certification anyway, so. I'm probably going to end up having to get my paramedic. Yeah, one of our uh, our family members just joined a fire department up on uh, Long Island. I'm not sure what kind of uh, training he had to go through, but it'd be pretty I fun. Imagine. Yeah, I don't. I've only met the guy twice, so I don't really I don't know a whole lot about his background or anything like that. But he had just gotten started with it, I think, when I uh, I had first met him. It's definitely a family. Hmm. Yeah, I can understand that. Yeah, I like, I do like that sort of thing. I like that it's like you're all in it together sort of a, a thing. I do not have that where I work now, which is kind of uh, upsetting. It's very few places that you can find it that like you can say, like, I, I like that you can go into any like EMS anywhere in, in any mm-hmm. of the country and it's the same type of stuff like the same 
medical. Like your protocols may be different, but they're still going to know what I'm talking about. Like if I worked a DOA or if I worked a non-STEMI or if I did this or if I did that or show them a 12 lead, it's the same thing. And they're going to yeah. understand what kind of pressure you were under. And I, I just, see, I, see. I think that's cool. But I, I think it's also interesting. Like I'm not, I'm not one of those that like, oh, my profession's the best profession ever. I like, I think it's interesting everybody, what everybody else does too. Like yeah. I, I couldn't drive trucks like what Kyle does. I couldn't. Yeah. I couldn't operate equipment like that. You learn. It's pretty easy. Yeah. <laughs> I did. Did you have to do like certification for each of the vehicles types, oh. Kyle? Or no? I'm actually technically illegally running this equipment. <laughs> he says 90% of the time I have no idea what the fuck is happening. Yeah, I just push a button and see what happens. It's kind of fun. No, it's <laughs> what happened is. Uh, you I you learn it's hands on. He's that type mm -hmm. of boss that you literally just go and show up. Throw you in the deep and end. And he'll see what teach happens. you. <laughs> uh, okay. He he won't do it but like his the you know, obviously his workers will. Mm -hmm. And shit like that. And what they did, M Show is showing up. Or OSHA, or whatever you want to fuck call him. It's actually M Show for us. Hmm. Uh, OSHA's a crook of shit. <laughs> Oh, isn't OSHA dealing with the gas company? Isn't that what OSHA's for? No, OSHA is... Um, Occupational Safety and Health Administration, right? Yeah, that one. Yeah. It's a crock shit. It's uh, like, the rules are so stupid. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, the, they were showing up because they sent me out to a quarry in Elk Lake. I don't, you guys don't know where Elk Lake is, but... it. <clears throat> they sent me there to learn how to run Uke, and mm -hmm. I did. And they had those guys were coming out. And they had they had the safety guy come out here sign this. I'm like, what is it? He's like, just don't worry about it. Just sign it. I'm like, okay. <laughs> it's always good. <laughs> and it was it was a safety thing saying, hey, I can run this, this, and this. I'm like, okay, sweet. So I learned how to run all that. And then later on, I started working with my old man, and he started teaching me how to do a bunch of shit. So eventually, I had to quote unquote forge my signature again, hmm. but to say, hey, I can run this. So I can now run everything. Nice. I am uh I'm only forklift certified. I don't even know if that was legit, but they signed a piece of paper and I signed the piece of paper and I knew how to operate it. I was gonna say Although that's you, a lot easier. Can you operate it? <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah. I operated a couple different ones. We had a we had a night ours was fairly new and then there's a shop in town here where I was helping the guy out uh, very briefly and his is like I don't even know, like 19, 20 years old or something. I don't even know how old it is, but it's hmm. so old. And you like lift the forks up and it looks like they're about to fall off. Like they're not attached properly and everything. Sounds like, like our equipment. <laughs> yeah. He, uh, but like he has like a, he's moving like pallets of like granite and stuff like that. Oh, wow. And like uh, different types of stone. So you're picking up and it's heavy and it's like, this thing is just going to snap and it's going to flip the, the thing over. Like this is, ah, oh, it's hazardous. So that was a, I did a very brief stint there, yeah. just helping out. I was like, I don't, I don't need to be here. This seems hazardous to my health. <laughs> that, that reminds me, there's, you guys, do you know what a Maruka is? I don't think you do. Absolutely <laughs> not. It's, it's like a little dump truck, but it has tracks. So you can get into, okay. like, you know, muddier places. I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Well, we have one of those. We just bought a company. My boss did. He just bought another branch. They worked with us 
but they didn't work like they weren't ours. He bought the whole mm-hmm. company, <laughs> like literally everything, every all the pieces nice. of equipment, everything. <laughs> and uh, well, there's this one piece of shit. One of the gears. The fuck was that? One of the. Uh... <laughs> you good? Water going down the wrong way. Thank oh, God there's an EMT right there she was helping her out. I'm like the fuck. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, oh by the way, for those wondering what a Owner Maruka looks like, I just pulled it up on screen. Unfortunately, it's an audio podcast, so it doesn't help. <laughs> All right, back to my story. One of the gears on the tracks got fucked up, so it can't it can't go anywhere. So they can't fix it because the machine's so old that they can't find any parts. Like literally can't find parts for it no matter where they look even on ebay <laughs> hmm. so what they're planning on doing since the one track doesn't work they're going to take chains on each side of it and uh put it to the excavator bucket and pick up on it and when you do that you're going to track it with the other track that's there so it's a clusterfuck we have to get it on the trailer to take it back to the garage and I still don't know how the fuck we're going to do it. It's a complicated <laughs> mess. And I'm fucking horrified that I know something's going to fucking happen. I'm just waiting for it. I'm waiting for the day. It's going to be miserable. It, it'll probably happen. Let me know when it does. <laughs> Take pictures. Oh, I will. I'll be taking pictures and be Picture bitching in the Discord. Happen. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Bet. <laughs> I wish I could show, like, if we have an audience, the uh, me getting the uke stuck. <laughs> I showed you that picture, right? Yeah, yeah. It was probably one of the best days of my life. <laughs> I was just enjoying every minute of it because I told him that it's not going to work. And that, you know, I'm not going to be able to get through this mud. Period. And they're like, "Ah, oh, no, we just we just uh, filled in the ruts. You'll be good." And I'm like, mm-hmm. "You filled in the ruts with literally sand, shit that like I can't go through." He's I don't. Like, ah, I want to know if you you know what happens when sand gets wet. It just basically turns into mud. It's not just <laughs> sand. It's river sand. Ooh. I don't know the difference, but I'm just gonna go ooh because it sounds it sounds like it makes a difference. There's not much of a difference. <laughs> oh, okay. But I'm still gonna it's make it a big deal. Like sand. This. Ooh. <laughs> oh, I got oh, I got her stuck. Fuck! I almost flipped it. I got it that stuck, <laughs> but it was the tires are so wedged into the mud that it wouldn't flip no matter what you did. Hmm. My job is wonderful. Love the uh, vehicle going by in the background. Oh yeah, badass. Sounds like somebody's doing donuts in your front yard, Josh. <laughs> yeah, I was I was just trying to avoid talking for a second so I can just edit that entire part out. So I can hear it. <laughs> Thanks guys. Thanks. Yeah, we went. Uh, yeah, he this. he literally was just parked outside the the window here, just like revving the engine a little bit, and then he drove off. I was like, cool. Thanks. Straight pipes. Thanks. Now I guess I'll just leave it in since we referred to it. <laughs> Might as well. Yeah. Why are uh, you so Kyle, what are your? Him? Uh, I. Well, considering he, just... I should shoot him. You're right. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> no, you're good. Uh, what are your What are your goals, Kyle? They answered theirs. What do you uh, What do you have in mind? Um, I don't really have any. No? <laughs> just no. fucking not died at an early age, I guess. It's about the only goal I got. No, that's not one of my goals. That's for sure. <laughs> um, the law resistance. Yeah. No, I uh. I, when I uh, when I got back to work yesterday, 
because I had taken off Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Um, we they, my coworkers were talking to me like uh, the one was saying like you know sometimes when someone passes you kind of get a new view on life, and uh, and I was like yeah you know I I've kind of had the same perspective now as I did before, you know I always I've always wanted to do basically whatever popped into my head, just because I wanted I enjoyed doing new things and things that people don't always get to do, which is why I still want to do the waterboarding video. <laughs> Uh, what was the other idea we had that I was told was oh. stupid and reckless? I can't remember what it was. Wait, I thought you that want was to waterboarding. Be, like you want to be waterboarded, or you want yeah. to do it to someone? No, no, no. I'm I'm gonna be the recipient of H2O. Why? Uh, just to see what it is. You know, it's something <laughs> that not many like reasonable people get to experience. I, I just no, want to know. No fucking sane person would in their mind just be like, yeah, turn not- me up. To be fair, I'm not going to be tied up and like waterboarded and tortured. <laughs> we're just gonna we're gonna you, do waterboarding. You vanilla do understand for... what waterboarding is, right? I do get it. I think it, it like, literally simulates drowning. drowning. Yeah, yeah, no, I totally got it. You can't say anything. You've been tased willingly, so let's not. I have been tased. Well, you okay, have to. Yeah. Well, <laughs> see, I haven't been tased on camera, and oh, so I want to do the, that. Was another one. I, I've been I still had the video. Nice. Oh nice. yeah, I forgot. Nice. A, I forgot I sent you that. Oh, you should have seen like, the four people that went before me. Oh my god, they screamed like little bitches. It was hilarious. Are they, they the ones the guys... that held their breath in when they're not supposed yes. to? Uh, one of yeah, <laughs> one of the guys that was in my fire academy class. Um, he did it too, because the the cops were out there doing taser training. And he, I mean, he took a huge breath in and held it right before he, those <laughs> fucking barbs hit him, and he screamed like a little bitch. It was hilarious. <laughs> it was awesome. Because he was the one, you know how you get that one that's like always the cocky motherfucker, like he always talks mm-hmm. the most shit, thinks he's, you know, baddest thing I've ever walked out. Screams like a little bitch. <laughs> Excuse me, and I then, can back I, up what I say, Miss Madison. I, I want to point out as well. I'm not saying that I'm just going to sit there and take the waterboarding like it's nothing. Not at all. I'm just, just saying I want to experience it. I just want to experience it. It's something unique. Just I just want to do it. Well, I mean, yeah. just, I mean, it's, yeah, everybody wants to experience something. I just, I'm gonna, I'm, I just wouldn't want to be experienced getting hit by a car, and that's almost like the equivalent of being I mean, waterboarded. I, do. I don't know about you. <laughs> I, I feel like you don't break bones when you get waterboarded. <laughs> you might not break bones getting hit by a car either. <laughs> that's true. 50-50. <laughs> Yeah, it's pretty 50 50. Yeah, okay. Uh, I mean, if yeah, you really it's... want to try waterboarding, we could just tie you to a very large rock and throw you in the river. Well, I've already told Lindsay when I die, I just want her to wrap me, my, uh, my body, in chain link fence and throw me in the river. Why? Because then I, as I uh, blowed up, right, I kind of disintegrate and the fish can eat me. Why don't you donate your body to, like, science so that you can go forth and, like, help other people? Well, then they can drag me out of the river. Because that's science. I'm not they can that see what nice. happened. I'm not that nice of a person, and I really don't care. I mean, that, that's, that's just I me, mean, you though. see what they do with some of these people that donate their bodies to science. They put them in, like, cars. Like they'll Necrophilia? Put, they'll put them in two <laughs> in the front seat. They'll put two in the back. <laughs> you're right but they'll like they'll literally let these these cadavers sit in hot cars and just see how it affects the bodies and that's that's what they do with them they just let them rot in cars just to, so they can 
help it helps identify like how like if they find uh like a victim in a car they can see how long they've been sitting there based on the degradation of the 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 body from the heat i'm gonna donate my organs is what i'm gonna do because like uh uh there's so many people out there that want a chance to live that need organs and whatever they can salvage out of me take it fair enough yeah it's not I'm like out. i need it i'm okay with that too oh, i hope not you're fucking dead uh, fuck off no obviously <laughs> you're back a ditch kyle yeah you're back a ditch kyle <laughs> jerk off motion <laughs> do the ch- <laughs> what a, the fuck, do the chick chick <laughs> do the chick chick <laughs> some yeah, dumb geez. shit that Madison says <laughs> fuck off Kyle <laughs> dumb shit that you repeat cause it's funny because yeah <laughs> I can't I don't really know how to defend myself yeah, for that yeah no one. comeback for that one <laughs> I'm out of comebacks I, I, I'm gonna put it in my will they can donate the organs whatever they want to take from me they can but do I not just put want me to be in wrapped up car. in chain link and thrown into the water. That's all I want. I they can pick me out of the water in like a couple of days or a week or whatever they want to do. They can study it, whatever. I just don't want to be thrown in the ground or burned. Like, let something happen. I'm gonna be yeah, burned alive. That's how I want to die. I don't want to be cremated. Burned alive. That's well, I will be dead like... before I get thrown in the river and <laughs> decomposed. But you know. That's I've been burned pretty badly. You know, and it's I actually I'm okay bad. with not experiencing it, with being burned alive. It's I'm okay not, with not experiencing that. It's not really. I'm. I mean, it's it's bad. Okay, it's bad, but like, like I got. It's pushed not into really a, that bad, you know. Yeah, I got pushed like, into a grill when I was a kid, and like what? my back melted to the grill, like from hmm. the top of my shoulder to the lower of my back, and it like melted through my shirt, and it got so hot it felt cold and then i stopped feeling it like i just i didn't uh. feel it the thing that hurt was when i went into the hospital and they had to take the wire brush and scrape the skin off because it had gotten infected mm. that that hurt that okay. hurt like a bitch the, the cold feeling and then the not feeling anything that was the nerve endings in your skin dying yeah well yeah but i mean see but it didn't hurt because <laughs> like... you didn't feel it like <laughs> I mean, I don't know why you're trying. Like, it, you didn't feel it because it, they're dead. Well, <laughs> she's bringing up a good point. I think <laughs> being like falling backwards onto a grill and being literally burned alive, like Kyle was suggesting over here, are different things. Uh, I've been burned before as well. Uh, I used to being run burned alive fire, is, didn't like. Yeah, being burned <laughs> alive is not something I I need to experience. Waterboarding sounds a lot nicer. In all reality, Some dumb shit when I'm drunk. In all reality, though, like being burned alive, you're gonna die from uh, asphyxiation. Yeah, you're gonna yeah. you're gonna die from the smoke inhalation before the the fire ever gets you. So you're oh, gonna I'll be, be dead way before. I'll that. be huffing and puffing as but much as not, possible. Yeah, I don't need false. to be burned. That's false. What if I get shot like, and bring bleed it out before I get burned alive? Well then, you <laughs> fucking deserved it. <laughs> oh, being shot! Wow, I feel the love here. Oh, I love yeah, you. I'm, I'm just going to be the one shooting you. <laughs> That's... I do not blame you at all. I'm going to be putting you out of your misery. Don't breathe in the smoke. Let me shoot you. It's going to be okay. I'm just going to be standing there with like a Nerf gun shooting him with that. <laughs> so, he's, so he's being burned alive. He's screaming in pain. And he's also slightly annoyed as the darts are just pegging against the side of his brow. Every time I open my mouth to yell, Josh is shooting a fucking dart in my mouth. It's like, ah. It's like, shut up, Kyle. <laughs> I'm trying to die peacefully, dude. No, it's not a Nerf dart. It's those fucking those Nerf balls, those really big ones that shoot like extremely fast. Oh, yeah. 
<laughs> I remember when I was little, we had a, a Nerf rocket launcher, and that was fun. Oh, um, I didn't have that. I had a sniper. You had to sit there, and you had to pump it like a bicycle pump. You'd, yeah. You know, and you'd pump it up and pump it up, and we'd, we'd get up. We had, like, a this big wooden tree house, and we'd be hiding out in there, and my uh, my younger cousin and my sister would come running out. We'd have our little battles, and I'd just peg them in the face. I, Never shot at my cousin. Always my sister in the face. Just hit her in the face with whatever we could. Whether it be the Nerf rocket launcher, the, the like regular rounds, or pine cones, whatever we could get. <laughs> pine Jesus. cones? God Dude, we damn. had pine cone wars all the time. It was great. Oh, I got yelled at a lot did, for it. But... Uh, paintball. We would always have paintball wars. Paintball's and fun. I think yeah, the worst time ever was we decided to play paintball with the adults one day. And he had mm. froze the paintballs. Oh, that's, that's a dick move. That's a, that, that is, is a absolutely dick a dick move. move. They hurt. Oh my god, they yeah. like bruises. Ooh. I don't know mm-hmm. if I brought up on the podcast before or not, but I remember I think I've told you, Kyle, where we had uh my cousins and I would would play airsoft and to test out the eye protection, they would just take all of their dad's gl- sunglasses, set them down, and then at point blank range they'd shoot them with the airsoft gun. And if they broke, they're like, Yeah, they're not safe and they just throw them away. <laughs> it's like every couple months we go to visit and we'd do this and he would just every time he'd be like, What is happening to my sunglasses? Or it's like, oh, we're wearing a couple of them for airsoft, but they're fine. It's <laughs> like, meanwhile, there's like a trash can full of sunglasses. That they already tested. Yeah. Ah, uh, yeah. So, that was fun. No, airsoft we have a... is fun, I tell you that. It is yeah. fun. We used to have uh, airsoft wars up at the fire station. But! But! Oh, it's a big but. Oh, man. You have a full lotto, just a full lotto rifle shot into your leg. The whole fucking mag. <laughs> Because it's dark and he can't see where he's shooting, that shit hurts. <laughs> Just saying. I'm telling you, pine cones is where it's at. Oh, oh, no. I'm gonna shove a pine cone in your fucking ass. <laughs> we would, that, so we, that, I think that makes you gay. Oh, it makes Josh gay. He's the one taking the pine cone in the ass. You're the I one request this to happen. Like, yeah. <laughs> Giving or receiving, it's a, it's all gay. I have my yeah. socks on. We're good. Okay, I have, oh my the god. fuck does that matter? It's not gay if you wear socks. <laughs> no, everyone knows gay people don't wear socks. It's that's fine. Like, that's like saying it's not gay if your balls don't touch. Like, what the fuck? Well, that's it's not. true, too. Yeah. It's not gay. It's only the tip. It's also not gay if you say no Just homo. The tip. Just the tip. <laughs> Just the tip. That's why they Just call them, the tip. That's why they call them bro jobs. Because if you get it from your bro, it ain't gay. Oh it seems like a real... <laughs> Real okay. cop out. So little, little. Um, I need to know. Is it gay if you could suck your own dick? So we've had this conversation before. I don't um, think it is. It's the same as masturbating. Yeah, no, it's not gay. No, Thank it's you. Not. It's, it's it's your own dick. If someone else, if somebody else's dick, yeah, it's gay shit. It's okay. unfortunate and weird, but it's not gay. It's it's not really <laughs> unfortunate. I guess you'd say it's a blessing. The fact that you could suck yeah. your own dick for pleasure. Mm. <laughs> Uh, you know, on the path to get there is what's unfortunate, I think. <laughs> the state of mind that you're in. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to train my body to suck my own dick. You just have to remove a few ribs. You'd be fine. I don't. You're like, I'm so alone that this is what I need to do. Some of us don't have money, asshole. I like that that's the stipulation. Like, I just can't afford it. Okay. Otherwise, if you have access Otherwise. to the internet, you can literally go on Google and make like a homemade one. Like it's. Why? What's the internet? Why do you know this? Because Adam used to be single. Because there's. Duh. 
No, no, no. Please elaborate, actually, Adam. Please. Like, it's it's stuff that I saw on, like, iFunny before. Um, uh-huh. Sting it upside down. Like, a hole. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, <laughs> what happened? What? <laughs> no, like, I thought it was like, a picture. Like, hypothetically, a... how would someone put this together? I don't even know what we're talking about. I already lost, like... I don't even... I don't, I don't remember if I have a picture of it anymore. It's literally... Wait, you had a picture of it? It went on. <laughs> What is it again? What are we? What are we talking about? Flashlight. Oh, homemade oh. flashlight that he he searched up at one point. Oh, here it uh, is. Yeah, here, here we go. It's a cornstarch and water flashlight. You do cornstarch huh. to a tall glass, mix it thoroughly, microwave it for one minute. After it solidifies, make a small hole in the middle, then microwave another thirty seconds. That's stick. small. Why the small fuck dick. do you have that saved? Use a stick, <laughs> smaller. <laughs> Then one's own size and make a hole and then let it cool down and there you go. Grapefruit is a wonderful in... thing. Oh my god. Oh, good god. Every time I hear the word grapefruit, oh, I no. hear that sound. Yeah. Did you ever have you ever read the Reddit post about, like, about the guy with the coconut? All the time. Anytime, anytime somebody else says fucking grapefruit, that is oh god. First Did you ever think... read the Reddit post about the guy with the coconut? No. Oh, it's so bad. He talks about how he's, he's like, I made a homemade flashlight out of a coconut. I'd fuck the coconut. And then I'd store it under my bed. And then one day I noticed it had maggots on it. And then I had maggots on my dick. And it's like, oh, God. Why? Why do you have this co- Why are you? What are you doing with this coconut? Just get rid of it. <laughs> what are you uh, doing? Uh, there's, a, oh, there's so many gross people online. There's that guy. The guy with the it's cum box. Problem. That was gross. I really do want to know why it's saved on your phone, though. Like, which- oh, my God. Madison, <laughs> stop. It's, I've I've never made one. I just thought it was hilarious that somebody. I didn't actually say you made one. It. There was no reason for you I'd to defend that. I'd save that shit on my phone one. if I'm single or not. Did like was it hard when you made it or like did it? Was it pretty I easy to make? I literally just said I never made one. Before. Yeah, but okay. there was no reason for you to say that. So wait a minute. Oh my lord. <sighs> Jesus. Can't win here. You know what? If you want to get to the bottom of this, Madison, what you do is, uh, before he get up before he does, right? And then you'd be waiting, so when he wakes up, you kind of stand over him, looking down at him, like, all right, now let's get this over with, you know, just first thing <laughs> in the morning, make sure he's, like, half asleep when you're when you're questioning him. Uh, that's usually the best time to, to interrogate. Uh, oh, it's not. <laughs> not, not, not the line of work that we work in. We have to be pretty good thinking from the beginning. You're like, don't worry, sir, we're going to get you out of this car. Uh, by any chance, do you have uh, do you have a homemade fleshlight on you? I have it saved on my phone. If you need instructions, God damn it, <laughs> Jesus! I'm just trying to get the good word out uh, that your that your wife next to you she looks unhappy. I'm gonna continue on. <laughs> oh Jesus! I. I guarantee you there's some like teenager out there that has like read the exact same thing that you saw and he's just like this is brilliant. I he immediately goes and tries it. He tells oh, yeah, probably. Mom, I need I need this and this and this. Don't ask why. I just need this. You don't know how to cook. What do you need? What do you need these Oh, you don't for? need that, honey. You can just go use your <laughs> You don't dad's. need cornstarch. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. And then there's those people that get like the uh, what do they call it? Uh, real dolls. Those like super realistic, like Sex dolls. Uh, mannequins. Yeah. If I had the money, oh, I totally yeah. would buy one. <laughs> They're creepy as fuck. They are They're creepy so as weird. Fuck. 
You can get one that looks exactly like a certain person. Just show them a picture. Yeah. Mm, that's weird. Uh, oh, that's what I should do. I take it back. I should get one. I'll get one of Lindsay. And I'll just have it sitting around the house. What so the when she comes home, she'll just see it sitting there. That's just wild. What is that? That There was one female uh, comedian that was talking about. She ended up having one made, and she left it at the house, and her boyfriend was like, that's just weird. It's just weird. And then she went on tour, and she come back, and he's like, the boobs don't feel the same. And she's like, why were you touching its boobs? <laughs> <laughs> What else are you gonna do with why it? The fuck up? Well, why yeah. wouldn't I touch it? It's here. You're not. Sorry. Oh my god. I actually looked into today. Ooh. I'm trying how to buy a, a crash test dummy, but I was unsuccessful. Oh my, why do you need a crash test dummy? I just think it'd be cool to have one around. You know, if I need to. <laughs> I like having fun stuff. That's why I have like my military stuff back there. You know, mm. just get the crash test dummy. You know, like. Maybe someone's walking down the street and I throw it out the window. It comes smacking down on the ground. Oh my god. That'd be fun. <laughs> can you imagine? Okay, I'll, I'll Can you imagine screaming be... like at the top of your right? balcony? That'd going, be funny, no, no, right? Jump and then throw in. Can you uh, could you like dress him up? Exactly. I'm gonna yeah. dress it up and throw it out the window since so someone sees it jumping out the window. But you gotta you gotta like scream something like really no. really yeah. fucked off. You gotta be like, No don't jump! Do it, you pussy yeah. and then just, <laughs> it falls out the window. <laughs> <laughs> Either that or like set off some firecrackers or something. <laughs> and then God, make it sound like a fucking action movie, a Michael Bay movie. Yeah, I could just I could put some squibs on it, right? I push out the window, it looks like it's getting shot and it falls to the ground, right? Yeah, it's like, you know, somebody gets shot and they fall out a window. Like Maybe I'll get some like breakaway glass or something, I'll just replace the window temporarily. Yeah, this there is, you go. It's all coming I'm writing this down. Oh my god. Breakaway <laughs> glass. <laughs> This is not really. Right. This is how a lot of my notes go, where I write stuff down and it's completely out of context, and I, I'm just like, like one of these is like Betty White suicide. Like what, <laughs> what is that? <laughs> what the fuck? Can you? Imagine, no idea. I don't know what it was in reference to. It's just on its own. And reading shit like that, she comes in and she's uh, like Betty White suicide. I don't think she dares. <laughs> but I, I missed what you said at first. So can you imagine your girlfriend coming in there and seeing shit like that, like Betty White suicide? She wouldn't what? even question it. She wouldn't. She would just be like, "Okay." She'd close the notebook, <laughs> set it aside, and that'd be the end of it. This is my she life now. Ask me about it. Yeah. No, it's uh, we we've got the terms figured out at this point. We're like, all right, don't don't ask questions, and everyone's okay with it. See a dead body in the room, just be like, all right, it's it's just a doll. That's another reason no, why I need to get the crash test that's, on me. That's just a crash I just, test I dress it up. I throw it on the ground in like the kitchen or something. Put fake blood everywhere. I've got a bunch of that in the closet here. Oh my Jesus. god! Um, and I just throw it on the ground. She comes in like, oh my god! And I step out and I'm like, yeah, yeah, I killed a man today. Don't worry about it. I didn't get to clean it up yet. <laughs> I'll get to it. She doesn't even react. She just walks in, looks at you, looks down, and says, "I'm not cleaning it up. Get to it." And yeah. <laughs> turns around and walks off. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm, over the years I've slowly been building up my collection of, of stupid shit that I don't really need but it looks funny I'm slowly get them uh, put into videos or something like that I keep um, like a uh, conceal pillow or something the conceal carry pillow great investment right mm -hmm. I already had it on my pillow <laughs> uh, revolutionary idea empty space and uh, hmm. if you buy one now, you get a second one for free. And we also throw in not one, but two concealed carry socks. It's a bargain <laughs> you don't want to miss up. What the fuck? I don't fucking... Oh, my God. 
Do you get it? Like, do you know where it's from? <laughs> no. Josh made this video. <laughs> Literally, as seen on TV, an AR in his fucking sock <laughs> and pillow. Wow. It's just a close-up. Like, I step in front of the camera, so, like, it's just my foot and the sock, and I just tuck the barrel of the gun down into the sock and walk off like it's normal. I have to like, Google yeah, conceal this. carry sock. Wow. It's super low quality, but uh, <laughs> I, was, I, I just like the idea enough that I had to throw it out as quick as I could. It's fucking dumbest thing I've ever it's seen. It's so fucking dumb. I love that people commented, and I got some, some hits on Reddit about it. They're like, this is hilarious. I'm like, I'm glad you thought so. You're one of three people. <laughs> uh, yeah, sometimes sometimes there's videos where I I put effort into it and I spend time because it's it's something I want to actually invest time into. But then there's videos <laughs> like this where I'm like, this is a stupid idea. I just want to make it because it's funny for like today, and I'm gonna put it out while I still think it's funny. And then I just throw it into the void and let it exist. <laughs> Like, I, I have a back catalog of, like, 10 to 15 videos. Um, Lindsay likes uh, Harry Potter a lot and the scene where Dumbledore falls from the castle. I edited that into a bunch of other movies. Like, uh, and I uploaded two of them, I think. There's one where, like, Mufasa dies at the beginning of Lion King. It's him falling, and then it cuts back to Simba, and then it cuts back, and it's Dumbledore falling. But the audio stays the same. What the? Uh, there's a, uh, I think it's a, a Motorola commercial or something, maybe? There's one where James Franco tries to save this girl's scarf and he falls off the roof and uh, it's him falling in slow motion because the phone is so fast. The data is so fast. It's oh, the phone of the future. And then as he's falling, it cuts to Dumbledore and he falls down and then it cuts back to the commercial. <laughs> I just have like, I have so many like stupid videos like that that I just have saved up that just never uploaded. And over time, I think I'm going to just start uploading them. There's one I have where we, uh, I made a bunch of my coworkers try uh, Carolina Reaper peppers. That was fun. Oh lord. We uh, it was weird. It was so I don't know what the what happened. The we had a there was a high school kid that worked down in the cafe in our building. I had him try it. I gave him ten bucks, and he he bit off the tiny little piece of it and freaked out. And then between that, I, I spliced between that and my coworker and I trying it at our desk, and we had no reaction to it whatsoever. I coughed once when it went down because it, like, scratched my throat, but that was it. Huh. It was so weird. But, uh, yeah, I have that as a video. We made a music video way back in high school when I worked at a grocery store. It's just us, my uh, my friends driving around in the one of the power chairs, the jazzies, <laughs> and the I'm hell? sitting in the basket, and we go outside. We're, like, going around the store, and then we go outside. We go by this truck. We're throwing crap in the back of the truck, and we, we ride it back in, and we're just jamming out the whole time. Huh. Yeah, maybe I won't upload that one. That one's super old and poor quality, but yeah, we have a bunch of a bunch of old videos like that. Wow. Might upload uh, at some point. Oh lord. Oh man. Do you guys have uh, anything else you'd like to add? We're a little over an hour mark. Wait, call the show. I've had to piss for the last hour. All right. Well, let's keep it going then. We got we got <laughs> we got more time in the back. I've got more. <laughs> hey, you guys. Oh man! Well, thank you everyone for coming. Thank you, Adam and Madison, for joining us. Much thank appreciated. You. Glad appreciate we finally got you guys on. Thank you, thank you. It's Digest Productions Podcast Episode Three. Go check out the Patreon and the YouTube channel. Uh, anything else I can possibly bring up to stall for time while Kyle wets himself? <laughs> um, all right, that's the show. Thank you. <laughs>